Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fully Grown Podcast, Ministry of Turner Christian Church. I am Pastor Jack. I am Pastor Rachel. And I'm Pastor Matt. Hello, and welcome in, everybody, to the Fully Grown Podcast, of Ministry of Turner Christian Church. This episode is episode 132, and if you listened to the episode last week, I would have said that that episode was 132 when I was, in fact, wrong. That episode was 131. I think the moral of last week is that you're just a straight-up liar, because you also said that Matt would be back this week, and where is Matt? (laughs) (laughs) Not here. (laughs) I think I agreed with you, though. We we had the date wrong of when Matt returned. Yeah, so... (laughs) Matt is not here again, so we get the podcast to ourselves. Woo! And, um, and yeah, so episode 132 of the Fully Grown Podcast, and we're going to chat about a couple of things uh, today. Later on in the episode, uh, we're going to chat about um, the, the message that I gave on Sunday a little bit and um, hopefully reflect on it in some interesting ways for our listeners. And then right now, we're going to talk about... Um, just something that I've been thinking about a little bit today, and and Rachel has some thoughts on the subject as well. But we're going to talk about journeys. No, not the store journeys. Or is it? That's a store. Uh, it might just be called Journey. I've never heard of it. There's one in the Valley River Center in Eugene. I'm pretty sure. Um, it sells like shoe. It's more aimed at like teens and stuff, like shoes and clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but we're not talking about the story. Joyfully, I am no longer a team. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, but I've just been kind of thinking about how, you know, we're, we're all kind of on um, our kind of, I want to say separate paths, but also not separate paths at the same time, you know. Um, we're kind of, we're, we're going through this thing called life, right? <laughs> this is going to be a really... <laughs> this. So th- this episode, what you're going to find out about me is just how I reflect on things in the moment when I'm really, really tired, and that's that's what's happening right now, right? We're all we're all just going through this thing called life, right, dude? And we're trying to figure it out, <laughs> right? Like, I'm just trying to figure out how to live and how to live a more Christ-like life, right? Um, the people around me, I assume that's what they're doing, unless they're just you know just like living out there. But um, we're all kind of just trying to figure that out and what it looks like and and you know, read scripture and, and discover what um, what the truths are within scripture and things of that nature. And it's just, I find it so interesting sometimes because since because we're around people all the time, right? Um, people are are messy, and we get caught up in like arguments or disagreements or you know just these different things. And and sometimes it's like. They can be really hurtful to us, and that's not to say that you know they shouldn't be hurtful to us, but they can be really hurtful to us. Um, and it's just like, man, I just want to take a breath sometimes, just take a really big, deep breath, because I'm like, oh boy, there's a lot happening and there's a lot going on. Um, but sometimes when I take a step back and I say, you know what, I'm a person, just like they're a person, and I'm on, you know this path of, of just trying to become more Christ-like and to live out scripture in the ways that I see it saying I should be living it out. And they're doing the same thing I am. And I can appreciate that. Um, doesn't mean that if they've hurt me, that that hurt just goes away. Right. But it can kind of bring me into a mindset of, Oh boy, I can forgive them. 
um, you know, and I, I don't know how talking about journeys has now <laughs> brought me into this reflection, but like, I mean, we are just all on these different journeys and, and some of us get called to a very, very specific journey and we feel very um, specifically led somewhere. And, you know, I've talked with a lot of missionaries who have felt that where I feel very called to go to, um, you know, whatever fill in the blank country that they're going to. Um, but then I also have talked to people who are like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing or where God's calling me. Um, but I'm I'm living for Him and what I'm doing right now, and um, and yeah, He's leading me in that area. And I just I don't know I just find that interesting. Like I, I'm very tired. Today. You're very tired. Yeah, you're very tired. And so um, there there was a lot in that. There was so, there's some things to unpack because you, you're talking about arguments and forgiveness, yeah, and then also comparisons with other people, yeah, and then callings. Yeah, so I think those are all like like maybe um, sure interconnected, different aspects of a journey, but those are also sure. like three very large conversations yeah. that yeah, yeah that you kind of inter- interwove there. Um, so I'm I'm gonna um, I'm gonna start with comparison. Mm-hmm. I. Um, love my family so much i went down to um recover uh at my parents house after the craziness of easter week and the many many hours that we worked and um and i am just you know um i think i you know had two days to sleep in and delightfully rest i I, um was trying to see a lot of people while i was there and and have conversations and make connections but it, it was there to I was there to to rest and relax, and I I really struggled with with a lot of um, with a lot of guilt because compared to um, compared to um, my parents and um, other some other people in my family, I, I'm really quite a a slacker when it comes to work. Like like they're <laughs> that's wild to me. <laughs> because <laughs> I work a lot but but I am lazy I am lazy compared particularly to my brother and my father and and my mother and um and uh and it was certainly uh, again something to maybe unpack about how we each approach life and and what you know the rhythms of life um my brother and his family you know they they have they have two kids and he has a spouse and you know they both were you know it's just the rhythm of their life is just he's in a really different space than I am right now um uh and um so of course the days are going to be more full in a different way um but uh it's really easy for me to feel guilty because I'll think why can't I work harder why can't I do more and I hit this spot where I just I cannot, I cannot be in this building anymore. I love this building. I love this community. I cannot be, I have to be at home. I have to be in bed. I have to be sleeping. (laughs) I can't can't go anymore. And, um, and there's a, there's a way that God has designed me and there's, uh, you know, a purpose that God has designed me for. And there's, um, a way that he wants me to live in the world I don't mean that in a black and white sense, like, um, you know, God wrote down exactly how he wants me to spend today, Wednesday, and I better be hitting all those targets. I don't mean it like that, but I just mean, like, God was very purposeful in the way that he created Rachel. And God did not give me 
the passion, the desire, the strength, the impetus to work 75 hours every week. Like <laughs> it's not going to happen. It, it's not going to happen. And, yep. and, um, and I just, I get worn out at a different rate. Um, I experience, um, sag more and and I mean that in the sense of like I'll just get I'll, I'll lose passion if I work too much like I'll, I'll just have a lot of trouble keeping going um and and why is there any why is there any shame in that that's how the king of heaven and earth created me mm-hmm. he created me to have a stopping point at x place yeah. of course it's slightly different every week but but when I when I move beyond that, when I try to make myself something that I'm not, um, um, uh, there's a lack of appreciation for the journey that my Creator has asked me to be on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, God has a, a a rhythm I think that He's inviting me into for my life, and um, and I, I it is something that I struggle with. I do struggle with that comparison with my family, and and I, I and I often just just blow past those markers of Rachel this is the journey that you're on not someone else's journey and um I injured myself um a couple weeks ago uh my foot and um it's not healing very quickly and um and I have just um not slowed down very much so it's angry at me that it, it's angrier at me than it was before um so it's actually uh just in my healthcare providers right before this getting some treatment and i will probably be on rest for a while um which is really really hard for me just in my everyday life to not be as physically active and moving as much but also um in i think it's i think it's three weeks now I am going on a trip that I've wanted to go on for a decade. Um, I'm going to Eastern Oregon with my entire family, and um, uh, we are staying uh, in the Wallawa area, and I have been so excited about this trip for months. Um, And one of the things that I have been most excited about this trip, for this trip, is all the hikes that I'm going to go on. And it's likely at this point that... Um, it would be unwise to go on those hikes that it would cause me physical pain or greater damage um, in my foot and leg. And um, and so that, there can be so much, like, shoulds around that. Like, well, if I um, had been stretching more before I exercised, maybe I wouldn't have caused this problem. Or if I had exercised more over the winter and my muscles weren't as tight when this, you know, when this um, particular fall happened, then um, then it wouldn't have been that way. If I had slowed down over Easter instead of sped up and aggravated the injury, then I would not be. Um, and so there's like there's like all these different, you know, these different feelings and thoughts around. Um, this relatively small injury of my foot, but it is, you know, causing these inconveniences. And um, I think that's part of journey, too, in that we so often think of, I think, life as these big picture questions. Um, but really, life with Christ is a lot of these these small momentary decisions or the way that we react 
with God in the big decisions. So um, we all have setbacks, whether big or small, regularly. And, and, um, and we can perceive them as either moving us closer or farther away from the journey that we feel like we're on instead of as part of an important part of that journey. So I have an injury. How do I respond to that with Christ? I have chosen to believe that it's a very overt way of God telling me to slow down. (laughs) Mm. Um, Not that God caused the injury, um, but that God allowed it to happen because I wasn't, um, I wasn't listening. I just wasn't listening. Mm. And, and so here in, in, in the journey of my life, in the rhythm of my life, um, you know, uh, what do I do with these moments when things are not as I perceive they should be? And, and I think one of the ways is that we accept them as they are part of the way they should be in a fallen world. Obviously, in, in, um, in when I join the kingdom of eternity for, forever, um, I, I will not have small foot injuries, but um, here and now I do. And, uh, yeah, I've just been, I've been pondering this because um, my calling right now, I do have a, you know, big capital C calling. God was very, very clear at this point in my life is Turner Christian Churches, Youth and Family Ministry, um, is to be here and love here and everything. And, and I could even perceive this as a slight on my call because my calling requires me to be extremely physically active. I went around with kids and teens, like, (laughs) and can't right now and depending on whether this is a quick healing or a slow healing this might interfere with the way that I do summer camp this year um you know who knows it's just all a big question mark while this foot heals um and and so again there's that reaction of you know do I receive it do I perceive it as something that's taking me away from the journey that I'm supposed to be having with God or do I incorporate it into um my understanding of the life that I'm living with the Lord, which does have setbacks and gray areas and things that don't go my way and inconveniences. And, and do I accept that as, as a part of the richness of life with Christ? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of setbacks that come, you know, in life. Um, Bigger or small, as you mentioned, bigger small setbacks. And um, I've noticed that when, you know, I'm moving quickly in life or, um, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm speeding things up when in reality I should be slowing things down sometimes, I'm able to think about other people more than I'm able to think about myself. And so, therefore, that comparison piece comes into play a lot more of saying, you know, like I'm able to look at other people as I'm moving quickly and say, well, they're doing more or they're doing this and I'm not doing that or whatever else. And, um, that often causes me to, you know, kind of look at myself in, in negative ways. Um, and I don't really find that those times to be very helpful, you know, in terms of, you know, I'm just moving so fast that I'm not able to reflect on myself but I'm able to reflect on other people and say, Oh, look how much they're doing. Maybe I should be doing more, you know? And it's like, that's not really, that's not really helpful. Is it? Um, but when you're able to 
um, take time to reflect on yourself and say, okay, um, you know, who who am I? Who did God made make me to be? What am I supposed to be um, doing within these, you know, decisions that are being made or these setbacks that happen? You know, what? how am I supposed to respond to these things? How am I supposed to respond um, in a Christ-like way and in, in, in God and all these um, different idea, aspects? Um, and I find that the people that I respect most in life are the people that make time to slow down, to reflect on themselves. You know, it's not this like, hey, I have a few hours here, or hey, I have a, a, a day off here, and I'm just going to go do this randomly. You know, like, oh, wow, I have a day off today, I'm going to go do this and reflect on myself. It's They make time. They say, hey, um, I, this month, this is the day that I'm going to take to just reflect on where I'm at and where I'm supposed to be and some of the things that have been happening in life recently, whatever they may be. Like, those are the people I respect the most because they're able to, um, they kind of approach each day, like, more joyfully sometimes because they've had that time of reflection to say, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. This is how I feel God calling me to be interacting with these situations. And uh, it's because I've taken time to do that. Um, or if you're a person that ha- has that as part of a rhythm of their life, you know, each morning, they just take time to reflect on where they're at and what they're doing, you know. Those are important times, and uh, I find for me sometimes it's hard to. It's not necessarily hard to make time. I just, it just, I don't, I don't think about making time oftentimes, um, and so, so yeah. I'm sorry to hear that about your, your, your trip though. That's that's no good. Well, you know, I, 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 we'll see what happens in the next month, and if God chooses to provide miraculous healing. Um, if he doesn't, I will be sitting in a beautiful place, spending That's time true. with my family, yeah. reading a lot of good books. And so there's certainly an, an element of mourning, but it's also like, if that is the case, if God provided this, um, then in my relationship with Christ, what better way to spend my vacation than slowing down? And I'm yeah. not saying that that's not going to be really, really hard for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't want to... I don't want to rush by a moment that God has provided. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a, a a a fun question to ask within times that you're you know maybe not the most excited about is like, what can I find in this time? You know, what can I find in this time where I can't hike, but I can read, or I can do this, or I can do that? You know, what can I find there? Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, and um, it was a little funny because. Um, in the encounter class that I teach on Sunday mornings, um, we were spending time uh, outside um, appreciating God's creation mm-hmm. and asking God to just draw our attention to something. And there are tulips on our property. There's like a small little random bush of tulips. <laughs> I don't know if bush is the right word. Little plant of tulips that's probably been there for weeks and weeks. And yeah. it's an area that I go out and walk every day in the course of my job and I had not noticed it because I've been so busy and so focused Mm -hmm. on whatever the task is in front of me that I not even noticed this beautiful area of flowers and that's what we miss yeah we miss that gratitude and that thankfulness oh man I I don't know how you do road trips but I am a a to b person there's no in between it's the beginning and the destination and that's all that exists you know so like um i'd be um i went to college over in idaho and so i'd i'd drive from 
Marcola where I was living to Boise where the college is at and in between there is just absolutely just beautiful beautiful spaces and I I knew there would be beautiful spaces but I wouldn't ever stop to look at the beautiful spaces you know that wasn't that wasn't something that I did I I didn't even stop to go to the bathroom it's like eight hour nine hour trip let's we're getting there we're going I'll go to the bathroom when I get there right that's my mindset Oh my word! <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that um, sounds like a nightmare trip, but okay. <laughs> I loved it because I just oh, okay. I'd go and you'd truck you'd maybe truck I'd, I'd get yeah. I'd get a McDonald's drive-through on the way or something in Burns, and that's you know where we stop, right? Um, but when you, when you think about it, and I, I'm a Western Oregon kid, so the the beauty to me is essentially from Sisters West. Um, I'm not a huge <laughs> desert guy. Um, some people love the desert. I don't know, but um, like you, you, you drive by mountains, and on that trip on Highway 20, there's just this period of time where to the right is the Sisters Mountains, and it's just right there, and it's just it's gorgeous and beautiful. Had I ever really stopped to take it in? No, not really. Right. Um, the, one of the only times I ever stopped on the side of the road it was snowing a whole bunch, and had to put chains on my Nissan Sentra and. Come to find out there was one chain that was broken. So guess what? Me and my friend, we, we drove from the the top of the pass downwards on, in the snow with one chain on one tire. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, we made it safely. So, I mean, obviously I'm alive. So. <laughs> and we're um, not encouraging that. Yeah, we're, we are definitely <laughs> Desperate not. Desperate times, yeah. <laughs> um, we called her dad, and, and we were like, hey, uh, we only have one chain. He's like, oh, I did that in a log truck. You should be fine. So ah! <laughs> we were oh like, okay. Gosh. So we did oh it. Um but I just wonder, you know, in terms of um, if if I had stopped and just taken in some of that beauty, you know, what what t- type of valuable moments would would I have and and uh, memories would I have? And I actually can recall once, and it was on that same trip. I stopped by a waterfall mm. and uh, up the Mackenzie River, and that was just, it was beautiful, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, maybe sometimes just the encouragement is to not just do A to B trips and. Um, you know, just say, "Hey, I'm starting at A and I'm ending at B, and in between, we're gonna, we're just gonna observe and and uh, take in some of the stuff, and and maybe stop along the way and, and reflect on where we've been and where we're going." I, my family had like because I think um, those pauses can also um, create fantastic relational moments too, yes. depending yes. on whether they're a pause between you and God or a pause between you and God and other people and. When I, I, you might have heard this story, um, when I was about eight or nine, my family hit a deer outside of Burns, and we were mm-hmm. trapped in Burns for a week while um, uh, my family's car's engine was rebuilt because they had to order all these parts from all over. I know, I know multiple people at this point that have had car trouble in Burns. Yeah, <laughs> Burns is kind of like. I don't know. There's nice people there, but it's not the really the friendliest g- people ever. Yeah. yeah, nothing to do. <laughs> Just completely. <laughs> we we were on our way to preview when I was in high school at, at Boise Bible College, and we were driving over Highway 20, and we had a tire blow out on the road just outside of Burns. And um, I don't know if you've ever met like a bunch of the Macaulays and stuff. <laughs> Doug was like, hey, I know someone who lives right over here. And then he went and got them, and they went and got Les Schwab, and they came out, and they changed the tire, and we were on our way. So just like the Macaulay's know people everywhere. And so, yeah. Um, sure, sure. But anyway, Burns, another <laughs> breakdown story. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
my family, which has always been busy and always rushed. Uh, we were in a Best Western for a week, um, uh, filling the days with, um, like, not much. We desert. would bike all over town. <laughs> we had our bikes. <laughs> We'd look at the desert. Um, we ate a lot, I think, at Applebee's. <laughs> I don't even know there was an Applebee's We got introduced Burns. to, my parents introduced us to Happy Days and MASH. We weren't really allowed to watch TV at home, but there wasn't a lot to do. Yeah, so yeah. we watched mm-hmm. Happy Days and MASH every day. Um, and uh, my dad's uh, secretary sent us a package, and we, we played, um, like, we had these little paper bowling things that she sent us so we played bowling in the hotel room and <laughs> and and we we you know we counted down the days until it was over and yet we had a fantastic time yeah. and it's a yeah. favorite family memory that we returned to and it was a horrible you know a deer died a deer was sacrificed <laughs> for this time together um it was horribly expensive for my parents i mean yeah. rebuilding an engine and the hotel fees and delaying getting back to work um but i don't think that my family would change that experience for anything yeah you know? Yep. And we try so hard all the time to avoid setbacks and problems. And, I mean, please don't go seek them out. But when they happen, I just think, you know, what is the opportunity here? Mm-hmm. On the second segment of the Fully Grown podcast today, um, it's the first time I've preached in a while, and so we're just going to chat about that for uh, a few minutes. And It was terrible. <laughs> well, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> it was not. I was so scared the it whole time. Were you really? No. <laughs> I, I was a little bit nervous because of the topic, because mm. of, you know, John 1 just being... I mean, like I said in the sermon, it's such simple language. like But such but, deep concepts. Yeah. yeah, for it's sure. Like, in the beginning was the word, right? It's like... yeah. Those are all just very simple words, yeah. but they mean so much. They mean like, so much, uh. yeah. So I was a little bit nervous about that, but uh, um, just in terms of the in in light of the conversations I've had with people, I joined in on Gary Tiffin's small group on Tuesday and nice. hearing them reflect on it, I was like, God really, <laughs> God really uh, provided in this through this, I uh, just through this message, mm. and uh, not necessarily out of my own efforts, but. It was one of those sermons that just came together pretty pretty easily after I had thought of like had the idea of it and so I was like God did pretty good. <laughs> you know. So not necessarily Jack did pretty good, but God did pretty good. Amen. So, um Well and I and I feel like, you know, that was even being set up during the service, um, that the Holy Spirit really knit the service together and just that, you know, our confession and reconciliation comes from John one, but also um uh, Mike, who did our communion meditation, um, just uh, totally unconnected to what Jack mm-hmm. was doing, had independently decided to do a meditation on Gen 1. And, and I, when things like that ha- happen, I, I never ever think they're accidental. I think that, that the Spirit has provided that for some reason. So I don't know if our um, entire congregation just needed to hear what God had to say through us, to us, through confession and reconciliation, through Mike, through you, and and... Um, just knitting it together in our hearts and minds so that we can take away those, um, just those timeless truths. Yeah. Or if there was like one person and God was like, okay, Jack, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, you're, you're going to spend all this, this time and this energy because there's, there's one person that just really, really needs to hear mm-hmm. today yeah. what John one has to say to them. And, and so, you know, whatever it is, when I, when I look at that, I see, you know, submission to the spirit from you and from Mike and, and, 
um, and just um, just an openness to where God led you, and and that's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It it was special. And as I was um, I was upstairs here in the booth um, when Mike was giving his communion meditation, and just listening to what he was saying, I was like, wow, that's really cool, you know. And um, since I was preaching, my me and my brain was like, okay, what uh, what kind of jokes can I tell about this, you know, and say, oh, Mike, you stole all my, you know, my, my content. What are you doing? You, you threw know? up my groove. Yeah. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so, um, but it was just really cool. And um, I, since Matt was gone, I, I knew I was going to be doing confession and reconciliation. And so I knew John one was a part of that and just kind of, um, it, you know, thinking about that and having that in, in the back of my mind and saying, you know, we're, where can we land on on this? Mm-hmm. And um, I think the last, the the very last point of the sermon is kind of you know, it, it, that really is what speaks to me in in confession and reconciliation. Just realizing how incredibly loved we are, mm-hmm. um, and so because there's this, I don't know. I've just I've been around people who just you know completely are you know just dogging on humanity and just how terrible they are and um, you know, I mean, part of my sermon was talking about how, you know, there is a need for a light in the darkness because darkness exists and we struggle with it. But I don't just like dwelling on just how terrible humanity is. Um, but what I love about rec- confession and reconciliation is you're able to do that for a moment and say, well, these are some of the things I've been struggling with. But you're able to give them over to God and say, God loves me and God's going to forgive me and just really, really sit in that for uh, some moments and I find that really valuable so I really enjoy that time it's fantastic absolutely um, I guess I would love to hear more I know you touched on it briefly in your message but I'd love to hear more about how you see um, John 1 uh, and its connection to the plan I know that yeah. you felt like it was um, just kind of a natural extension from what was talked about and related to the plan on Easter Sunday but I'd love to hear more about that yeah um you know, I kind of it was it was kind of a one-off sermon. You know, it was kind of a, a break from the plan specifically. But I feel like it, it's pretty. Um, I mean, because of it's because I was talking about Jesus. I think it's just naturally, you know, going to be a part of the plan. Amen. Um, and I think the biggest thing to take away with that reflection is, as I was studying for this message, um, obviously, if you're going into John one, um, well, I hope it's. I don't know. I hope it's obvious. If you're a minister and you're going to be talking about John one, you study the word logos, right? I mean, that's a very like that's the key to everything in uh, in John one. And so as I as I was studying that word, there's so many different um, kind of words that that can be translated to, and one that really stuck out in my mind it was message. The logos can be translated message. And I, sometimes what I like to do, and I, I, I don't necessarily do this out of habit of, you know, not wanting to change scripture, but sometimes I like to read a word that, you know, has been translated to something different elsewhere and put it where it is um, in a different uh, verse. So like with John 1, right? In the beginning was the message, and the message was with God, and the message was God. Um, that was like, I was like, oh, that's kind of really cool. Because you think of Jesus and who he is, right? I'd say that Jesus is the message, right? Jesus is um, the gospel message, right? That doesn't exist without him. And if that's the case, um, 
you like what we've kind of been looking at throughout the plan series is this idea of how everything is kind of leading to Jesus. And that's why, you know, throughout the Old Testament, Matt's been doing like spoiler alerts and all these things of, you know, here's how Jesus is going to come into play within that. And that's because Jesus is is the message. Jesus is where, you know, everything um, kind of rests, right? I mean, without Easter week and what Jesus did throughout that, like there's no Christianity, there's no there's no hope for it because in Jesus is 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 life, and that life is life eternal. Um, in Jesus is the light, and so that's kind of where I saw it fitting in. And I think that word logos is really where that kind of came together, at least for me, just to say, hey, you know, Jesus is the message. Jesus is um, Jesus is the logos. He's the word, right? And he's been since before time and my mind can't I can't wrap my mind around that one because to me time has always existed right but there was a point where it didn't exist uh, not really a point I don't know that's a really confusing conversation I don't really want to get into it because it just makes my brain hurt but um, but yeah that's just kind of where I see that the message that I uh, the, the um, sermon that I gave fitting into the plan because you know it's just talking about the message more and uh it, that's what the plan is about is about jesus and where he kind of where he comes into our lives and and how that affects us and, and causes us to uh to live there thereafter i i think it was just really obvious in what you were saying um how deeply god's word resonated in you as you were preparing this message but i'm curious as you know now we're into the next week and we're moving away from that time of intense deep study on on you know that that passage mm -hmm. what what is something that you're really um holding on to from preparing that sermon from preaching that sermon what is what is you know a, a verse that's been rattling around in your brain or or um an aspect of god or something yeah. like that yeah um i think i think because i don't talk about it every day I have this natural tendency to um, acknowledge, but also not think about very deeply. Yeah, Jesus is God. You know, like, um, like that's you know, I know that's that's a truth in our faith, and I'm not going to deny that because that would be heresy. But you know, you know, Jesus is God. Yeah, and then, but I don't really sit in that and and revel can in. Can I that. just like can I just like pause sure. because I was visiting um, one of the families of our church this morning and. Um, uh, the mom was like, um, you know, uh, you know, my child learned something new and the child goes, Jesus, God, <laughs> <laughs> it was just so beautiful. Yeah. And I loved it so much. And <laughs> I just needed to, yes, but, um, the, you know, yes, the, the child is just starting to understand yeah. what will be a lifetime, lifelong journey of trying to understand. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it was so good. Such a good moment. But yeah. Continue. It, I, I definitely do not fully understand it. <laughs> Probably never will be. I, I don't think I ever will. Um, but I don't often just sit in that and, and really think about, you know, <laughs> how amazing it is that Jesus is God, you know, and that God came to live with us and, um, and then did did what he did during the Easter week. Like, I'm I'm like Jesus is God, and then move forward and like, oh look what Jesus did. Like that's really cool. Jesus is an awesome dude, right? Um, but then when I just sit in it and say, wow, that's that's 
God in the flesh who pitched his tent with us, as we see um, in John 1 as well. He just came to live with us, and um, we didn't really treat him well. I mean, I, I say we, but hum- humanity in general, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't treat Jesus well. They didn't treat God well. And that must have really, really hurt just to go through that um, as God. I mean, I'm not speaking for God, but I can imagine that that would have hurt, that, you know, those he's... Um, those he's created um, didn't didn't receive him um, well, and just realizing you know like God went through all of that because he cares about humanity because he cares about his children, like that's that's really what has been sitting with me recently and just thinking about how how loved I am how loved we are mm-hmm. as people by God because of what he did and uh, when I when I sit in that for some moments that's when I really like. I'm like, wow. I, I just I just smile mm-hmm. because I'm like, that's, well, I keep saying, like, that's crazy. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> that don't make sense to me. Um, also, that's awesome and cool and all those, you know, words that, you know, mm-hmm. I can use to uh, define that. Like, it's just, it's it's crazy. <laughs> like, I just can't understand it. But mm-hmm. he, he loves us that way. Um, and so that's what it's really been been uh sitting with me since since preparing that and since preaching that so. mm, mm, that's so beautiful thank you so much i i just i just love that um i i feel like we can get distracted by um so many things uh including including sometimes the way the world defines love which is so different yeah. um yep. but man what would it be like to carry around that overwhelming sense of awe all the Mm, time mm -hmm. i am loved yeah yep yeah and that was one of the things too with it was you know um we have easter and uh sometimes we have easter and then we just move forward and say you know easter week was great and we celebrated jesus but what would be like if we just sat in that Mm. week again just for a brief moment and celebrated our God and how good he is. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we do want to thank you for joining us here on the Fully Grown Podcast for Ministry of Turner Christian Church. This has been episode 131 of said Fully Grown Podcast. Isn't it 132? <laughs> is it? No, it's 131. Isn't that what you said at the beginning? That it's 132? I don't even remember. It's one of the episodes. <laughs> 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 Hold on, it was on my phone. Let me look, see where it's at. This is episode 132 of the Fully Grown Podcast. <laughs> I'm just losing count. <laughs> uh, either way, we do want to thank you for joining us, and we do hope that you'll join us next week on the Fully Grown Podcast as well. When Matt will actually be returned, we think. Yes, that is the hope and the <laughs> desire. Um, I think we'll all be here. I think we'll all be here. I hope that you've had fun with just the two of us, though. Yes. We're, we're a good time. Just the two of us. I don't know that song. Neither do I. I okay. Just, I've heard that jingle thing before. Anyway, thank you. Hope to uh, have you hear us again. I don't, we won't see you, but you'll hear us. You won't see us. I don't know. We wouldn't mind hearing you. You can record yeah. comments to send in. Yeah. We'd love to yeah. hear from you. There's a, a link in the um, description that you can follow to uh, record a question or leave a comment and uh, all those different good old things. So we encourage you to do just that. So 
But in the meantime, we do want to wish that you would stay healthy. Stay hopeful. And go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thank you.